What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Businesses need to think beyond today. That's why ADP uses data-driven insights to design HR solutions to help your business find more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll, ADP, always designing for people. Oh, oh God. All right. We're good, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Talk to Kiki. keeping this. We're tired. Can you tell? Oh, God. I'm tired, man. Uh, I'm Matt, your host, and joining me. My co-host, Ethan. What's up, buddy? Bambawa, Macron. Genki Desuka. Oh, Genki Desuka. Everybody is Daijobu here. Uh, we got. We don't have a lot to talk about, actually, thankfully. Well, we don't have a lot to talk about. Just fucking reviews and fucking awards, baby! Uh, uh, we, got, we got a couple reviews. We got, like, three. <laughs> and then we got the awards, our winter awards, and then our countdown. And then our spring list, which we saw a good amount so far. Uh, you have. I haven't seen shit. Okay. I mean, I've seen a couple things, but not like. Yeah, I've only, I've only seen like three or four. Uh, how many have I seen? That's a good question. Uh, Ichi, yeah, Aharon, Quinn. I've seen three. Yeah, Aharon, Quinn, Hero, Tomodachi Game, and Skeleton Knight. Okay, so four. I've got three, and I've got so, three sorry, more. Executioner, Executioner too. So five. You've seen five. I've only seen three episodes. Um, but we'll get into that at the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get we'll get to our full list. Uh, oh, some news. And then we're just gonna we're gonna move right on along. I'm gonna put it right in, no lube. Alrighty. Uh first off, uh, we are going to get another anime movie in theaters, Pompo the Cinephile. I will not uh, be watching. Yes, I'm going in alone. Going in. Uh, it comes out April twenty-seventh, so we're gonna have to buy some tickets. What is that about? <laughs> You're just gonna go and fucking see a movie that you don't even know what the fuck it's about? I'm going in dry, yes. That's how I do for most of these. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were say that's what you do most of life. Like, hey, oh, well, that's uh, that too, but hey, bro, you know when you're hot, dude, lube, lube is for square, bro. When you're high as shit and fucking and you have and you and you try to like fucking like produce spit for lube to try try and put it in and like you're just like spitting fucking like air like <laughs> it shit sucks. Awkward silence, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I I've ignored you. It sounds like <laughs> this, this girl named Pompo is wants to do B class action and erotic film. Oh shit! <laughs> and the other protagonist is Gene Finney. Oh, so <laughs> basically helping her make her movies come to fruition. 
Tampa wants some chimpo. Hey. Oh yeah. All righty. Let's go. Let's, we got some adaptations real quick. Uh, which hat? Altier? Atelier? Mm. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. Derp, 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 derp. Derp, 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 derp. Uh, that is one. Another one. Hey, yeah, I think you told uh, Angel about this one. My happy marriage. Yes, I told both of you. I read that. That yeah. was pretty interesting. Yeah, I uh, will be watching. That I will be watching too. We just don't know when we're getting it. So nope. I, I, I have no doubt that it's probably gonna be next. Maybe. Maybe it'll be winter. Who knows? Why well, is next year? Yeah. I guess by definition. Yeah. Uh, and for the people that read the Golden Kamu manga or watch this show, it ends in three more chapters. Oh shit! I haven't seen it, so. I mean, it's been going on for a while. It's like four seasons deep, I think, at this stage, right? Yeah, I think we're getting season four this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's been going for a while. I mean, you know, hey, you know, that's a you want to give it its props because that's a very unsung show. Like, I didn't hear about it until I started like examining weeklies, and you're like, oh, like Golden Kami season two, Golden Kami season three. It's like, oh shit, you know, for something to go three seasons in today's era, like it's got to be super stupendous or have a huge following. Especially get a fourth season. <laughs> yeah, especially get a fourth season, and then probably they have enough content for a fifth season. You'd think, right? Oh, uh, I guess it depends on how this ends. Yeah, because I yeah, because I'm pretty sure the manga's gonna be done by the time this comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, hey, you know, more power to them. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats to them. Yeah. Oh, gozaimasu. Yeah, because I've been busy trying to catch up on Made in the Abyss and Classroom of the Elite to catch up for summer. I'm gonna start Made in the Made in Abyss first, um, to try and catch it, up. It, it's an Amazon Prime. Yeah, no, I have Am- I have my cousin's Amazon Prime. Okay. Thank God. And the movie that follows it is on High Dive. Is it? Yes. Oh, there's a movie on top. Yeah. Uh, oh shit. Three, there's three movies, but the first two is basically like a recap. Oh, okay. But the, but the third movie is an actual sequel containing the story. Are all three movies on High Dive. I believe so. Can I just watch but, the movies? Uh, it's not. In the, the I, I think the show will be better because you okay. get more in the show. Okay. Now. Okay. But good god, the third actual movie was fucking dark. <laughs> The third movie's darkest. Okay, so tell me, because so I read the description of of Made in Abyss. Can you break it down for me so I know what I'm getting into? Because I've heard it's dark, but how dark is dark? Like, are we talking berserk dark? Or are we talking? No, it's not berserk dark. It's just just hear about the stories of Abyss. These uh, people that are called the White Whistles. That basically these legendary whistlers that travel in those depths of the abyss. How sick these people get in this abyss, like stuff to happen. Sick, but, like uh, sick, like physically sick or mentally sick or both, or but both, yeah. Okay. And one of them like experimented on kids. Oh shit! Oh god, I just really like 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 nearly killing them. Well, yeah, like they're basically dead. Like, and when they're like in this deformed blob state, they cannot die unless a certain item. But oh, they the feel fuck? like all they feel like all this pain and everything. Oh, that sounds sad. It, it it is sad. Like I I I got I was got a little teary right during the movie because like oh no uh, I was like holy crap <laughs> oh no but it's just so good <laughs> uh, crazy I so I can't wait till I somebody wait till told me I forget who it was that somebody told me like watch me in the abyss watch me in the abyss and I was like I'll get to it but it's on Prime and I was like that's the last thing I'm gonna do is go on Prime like although on Prime there's that and there's a uh, hard to love and otaku those are the two that are on my list that are Prime yeah. exclusives. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I'm thinking about watching that. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. Hey, it's adult. It's adult rom com. Oh my god, Angel, adults. 
Oh, that means oh, that means gonna suck then. <laughs> you know, honestly, you got a point. Like, fuck. They don't. They don't try hard for the adults. Like, they don't give a fuck. They don't. You know, it's all about the high, about the high school. You mean I'm coming? I'm Fucking fall off a cliff, uh, cocksucker. All right. Uh, anyway, we, before we move on, we do have some unfortunate news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer of Doraemon, Fujiko Fujio, uh, passed away today as we're recording. And yeah, mm-hmm. um, this show's been going on since what should call it 1973. Damn. And it's still, still going. Damn. Every week. Damn. And I'm pretty sure it's still. Going to continue, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, the writer, illustrator, basically the creator of it, he passed. Mm-hmm. I know for just for people in Japan, it's like a popular thing in the household, and yeah, uh, our condolences to their friends, family, coworkers, loved ones. But yeah, um, that's it. All right, moment of silence. We move on. It wasn't even a goddamn moment of silence, Jesus. Uh, that was a moment. It was a quick moment. Mm. And so it was gonna be long. Uh, we have a couple of reviews. We got. Do we have any? Do we have any solo? No, no. I'm trying to think. Uh, review wise, we got. Hold on. Let me open up. Let me open up the script. God damn it. I got Vanitas. You got. We got Realist Hero. Uh, and then Tokyo Twenty Fourth. Yep. And Shenmue. Well, not finale, but still, let's want to leave it for next week. Well, we should start with Shenmue, then, if it, since it's not a finale. Uh, we also got the Mishuko Tensei OVA. Oh, we never did review that. I don't even we remember. Did not. I barely remember what the fuck happened with that. Let's uh, start with the Mashoko Tensei over, then we'll go to Shenmue, and then we'll uh, Alrighty, uh, go with our fin- finales. Let me pull it up. Should I delete all these other anime at this stage from the list, since we're good, except for the ones that we need to review today? Uh, yeah, you, you could do that. Um, eating shit. You said the only one you have is Vanitas? Yeah, I only got to talk about one episode. <laughs> That's it, and yeah, so we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, basically... Eris Goblin Slayer. Oh, uh, we we get. Oh, um, uh, I have Love of Kill. So did I? Wait, no. Did I do Love of Kill last week? You, I think you did Love of Kill. Uh, no, 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 no. I did not do Love of Kill. Okay, yeah, yeah. well. All right, so we got one one each, and then two. two. All right, uh, but yeah, this one will be quick. Uh, the Mushiko Tensei special. It focuses on Eris. Uh, is this like in the middle of the season two or part two? This is so. This is in the yeah. This is in the middle. This is this is basically so. During part two of, of um during part two you see Rudy um meet his father and he goes through all that traumatic experience meeting him. Um and then basically this is Eris's day away yep. from Rudy she and got, she gets an episode. She had a nice day. She yeah, she she goes to the guilds, she wants the goblin slayer quest, and during this, we got this asshole named Cliff Grimoire. He's the grandson of the Pope. He thinks he has this high level mage, and he just likes to run his mouth. My shit don't stink, me. Yeah, I uh, got to the point where Aris was defending him before she found out that he's a... Mm. And left to her punching him multiple times. Yep, beat that ass, bitch. Yep, ah, made him her bitch. <laughs> and somehow he tries to convince her like that he is valuable. Like, let me show you what I can do. She kills the goblins, but he ruins them because he burned them. Mm-hmm. So no money... Nope. And it's like, God damn it, kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Eris like, oh, I'm going to go deep in the forest because like, she's going to try to find more goblins and they get lost. 
And what what happens when they get lost? They see a princess and a knight getting attacked mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by these knights. I think it's knights of the Pope. Yeah, I think there were knights of the Pope. That's why. Yeah, that's why Cyrus was uh, hiding. Yeah, sorry, I got, I'm just going like Cliff, Cliff is hiding. For Cliff is hiding. Yeah, yeah, I got and, distracted. And, I was looking at titties. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's you. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. Cliff's like, no, nah, no, nah, you're 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 too weak against them. Then. Eris hauls ass, piece these guys up. For real, bro. And uh, what you call it? Miko, which is the princess, and her guardian, Therese, are like, hey, what's your name? Like, my name is Rugerd. I'm a super <laughs> Like, oh, know, she's like, oh, okay. So she's like, so they go, oh, oh, all right, all right. Because right. their goal was to restore his reputation, and this was the good start of it. I'm not judging. Okay. Yeah, I ain't judging. Fuck you. Uh, eventually, uh, they make them like go back. Uh, Ruger was watching from the background, like, "Oh, you better not be fucking up." Uh, they eventually get back, and Cliff's like, "Marry me." That Eris is like, "You're out of your fucking mind." Mm-hmm. No, nah, I love Rudy. Fuck you. <laughs> what is it about Rudy that you love? Everything, <laughs> right? But yeah, she pulled an "I love Amelia" to Cliff, basically. But Cliff is determined, like, ah, I'm going to make you my wife. <laughs> and then we get back to what happened in the episode where Rudy is sitting sulk in his room crying. Mm-hmm. And Eris is like, ah, who did that to you? You, you fucker. <laughs> going to kill you. Like, I'm going to go kill that bitch. Who Silence! I'll Just... kill you! <laughs> All right. But, yeah, that was fun. What, four and a half? Four out of five? Three and a half? I think I gave it a three. Out of five, I don't recall. Let's look at the let's look at the score real quick. More jobless re in car. Uh, survey says uh, three. I gave it a three. All right, very good. Three and a half. Good. All right, let's move on. Moving on up. All right, who's going first? You or me? I forgot I have to talk about boards, so so you go first. Actually, All should right. I go first? Wait, should I go first? Because I got yeah. two. You got more than me this time, so you. Ah, puñeta. All right, right, go talk about your Boruto. That's a bad word in Spanish. Um, Boruto. What happened last week of significance? Oh, so the episode begins with uh, the Mizukage facing the the Funato, and the uh, Mizukage are easily defeating the Funato, and they think, oh, we got this in the bag, no problem. Meanwhile, the Funato's like, no, you don't. It's a trap, motherfucker. It's a trap, as as our fish would say. Um, Or, uh, what's it called? Yotia? That's his name? Our favorite trap? What? Our favorite trap? Yotia? Oh, Suka. (laughs) Suka. Suika. Trap. Uh, Anyway, it's a trap. It's a trap. They don't know, huh? Oh, they said Shake. I was like, where the fuck did Shake come from? <laughs> shake, Shake. <laughs> um, but they don't realize it's a trap. So they're like, oh, we got this, but it's a trap. So um, meanwhile, um, whatever the fuck remote island they're in, um, Kagura is with, uh, you know, all of Konoha, like the Konoha teams. And they're trying to figure out what the fuck this paper means. Like, there's just random words. And Iwabe is like, man, fuck that paper. It's just probably some guy bored. He did some origami. And Kagura's like, origami? Nani? And he decides to do origami on the paper and figures out, like, there's a sequence with the words and he figures out, like, the sentence. He reads the sentence and is like, oh, my God, it's a trap. He, re- he found out about the trap. So he sends word over to whoever the fuck it was. 
And they're like, oh, we need to basically cut them off because what they're going to do is basically um, sail around the back of the Mizukage's fleet and pinch them. Um, and so he's like, we need to cut them off before they can do that. We're going to go to this remote island and we're going to set up a fort and we're going to attack them there. Okay, cool. So basically, um, he doesn't want to include Konoha at this stage because at this stage is basically a war. Um, and he doesn't want to include them. But Boruto and everybody's like, no, we can't leave our friends. You know, typical, we can't leave our friendship. So they're like, you're right. And then they basically end up. Uh, so basically, Sarada sends word with the scientists that they saved to tell Naruto what's going on in the land of of water and that they're going to save them or help save them and um kagura sends word to with one of the soldiers to get this over to the mizukage yo you're going to fall into a trap if we don't succeed so heads up yo and they go on their merry way come to find out the remote island they're in is basically the um uh, what's it called the, the childhood home of kagura and for those who don't know kagura uh he shows up in episode 32 but his background which you'll learn about in those in those early episodes uh he's the grandfather of the fourth mizukage the mizukage that was um under genjutsu with obito and so the fourth mizukage because he was under genjutsu at obito is known for being ruthless cold killing like super dictator like that's what he's known as and so because he's the grandson of this super dictator everybody in the village fucking hates his guts and so they're like well we can't guarantee your safety and we can't provide you any love or anything like that so off you go to this fucking random village in the middle of nowhere in the sea and he grows up basically very sad very lonely um and being already used to being shunned however there's a couple kids there and we see like the background how they like basically adapted to him and little kagura is like you're not afraid of me they're like why would we be afraid of you dude we don't even know you come on let's play tag and it was very cute you know to see but basically the episode follows everybody as they prepare this island to be the battleground for this last stand against the funado basically um this or let me phrase that the last stand against the funado um surprise attackers basically and so you know there's a couple little tidbits here and there like it's funny you see metal lee kick down a bridge and they're like oh i destroyed the bridge but he ripped his pants that was funny and then we also see um hibichio who is um, like the most evil of like the seven ninja swordsmen that are there. She sees him and they're like, you know, I can't stand to see you fucking, you suck with needling. And it's because she handles like the little needle sword. So she basically sews his pants back up and you see little, little, uh, what's it called? Little metal Lee. He's just like, oh, you know, like he's all like super shy and shit. Like he's got a little crush on this woman who basically is like loves killing. So it's kind of interesting. Like the most like pussy out of the guys is the one that fucking uh, loves the, the most savage of the, of the, of the girls over there. So that's cute. But basically the end of the episode shows how it's going to basically be the last stand between them. Um, so that's pretty cool. Again, good shit as a whole. Um, my season finale is love of well, my first one is love of kill. Um, <clears throat> I loved love of kill. It, it was very unsung truthfully. Like I, at first I was like, eh, it's whatever, but like there's different elements. Like the more I thought about it, the more elements of love of kill that I enjoyed throughout the series. The final episode, basically we see um, the finale of the flashback um, in the previous episode with the whole story of Ryangha and Chateau, young Chateau and the third guy who ends up assuming Ryangha's name. Um, very, very poignant stuff. And basically we see Chateau now in present time falling back to whenever she goes to like panic attacks, she's like, you know, menasai, go menasai, go menasai, suminasen, suminasen, suminasen. She just apologizes over and over and over and over. And that basically is like her trigger. Like whenever something triggers, 
she falls into like this like zone of just saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry it's quite disturbing but it's something that you would see you know you would find prevalent in those who have had you know severe mental trauma in their lives and for someone who killed a fucking guy at the age of like six with a gun i mean that's probably traumatic in in and of itself so um she wakes up about two days later we find out and she's like oh and she sees rianha and she begins to break down and cry and she's like you know who are you like what did you do with him whatever and one of the the scenes that we saw in the previous episode was that the whoever the detective was who told the now rianha told him basically hey you know forget this whole scenario ever existed forget these guys exist forget the girl forget him forget it all and he basically told her like i'm glad to know that this actually didn't that this actually i'm glad to know that you know this actually happened because it makes me remember that it did too and it was very nice um but the rest of the episode focuses on them trying to like you know gain some footing because she's like you know at the end of the day like they've been through so much and she wants to start an actual like partnership with him she he wants a date she wants to pay him so you know there's a little bit of awkwardness there but the more she thinks about all the stuff that they've gone through in terms of like their um in terms of the, all the like emotional stuff the fact that they've both almost died and the other person saved them like she begins to like get really happy and stuff um and the, this the episode ends with like different parts of the of the show kind of coming into frame for hopefully what will be a season two um the boss gets uh good from the previous or from early in the season when he got uh, stabbed in the neck he's good he go visits uh chateau's adopted mother to make sure everything is fine no problem meanwhile jim who's the secretary of the office is held at gunpoint by uh the guy who helped ryong ha escape from um from the guys from donnie's mansion and so we're gonna see basically him he play a factor in terms of them coming to you know back over to try and save jim or try and meet donnie whatever the case will be in season two um so that's interesting and basically the episode ends with chateau thinking about everything she gets you know she starts blushing as rian comes over to talk to her and as they're sitting on the roof of like their little hideout uh there's a helicopter that passes and they both like become suspicious so they both draw their guns on each other and then they like decide like nope we're good and then they basically split their own ways and it is a super duper really like wicked um what's it called really wicked saying at the end they're like oh if our love um if our love is is paved in blood let there be you know brutal death behind it some crazy fucking saying but it was super duper wicked i was like wow what a fucking quote they have a super gangster and that's how the, the season ended so i hope it's a season two i don't know whether there will be or not it kind of concluded like it would be so hopefully that's the case um i gave it a four out of five stars very solid and the, like i said the more i thought about it i was like yeah it's a three but then the more i thought about it i was like yeah you know there's different elements about the show that i really really liked um and yeah i gave it a four so solid shit all righty very good all right now time for my one enjoy brother uh case study vanitas part two Mm. we got the finale if you remember where i left off uh no said to vanitas you'll never be free and while vanitas had the knife in the air you heard the as the credits rolled and now we know what happened Vanillas did not stab him. He stabbed next to him. And he just looked at him like tears in his eyes. Like he's pissed. Like, why can't I kill you? <clears throat> but he yelled that and just like, fuck. <laughs> mm. And then Mikhail, Vinny's brother, was like freak. Now he's now he's pissed. Like, why aren't you killing him? 
You're not mm-hmm. supposed to kill him. That's why I like he says that's why I brought no here. So you can kill him because I know if you if you try to suck your blood, you would kill him. Why isn't he dead? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah, he just blurred out his plans like you son of a bitch. <laughs> you motherfucker. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, Fuck. <laughs> this guy ain't show. <laughs> and this Mikhail guy has like a dark side to him. And then like you're seeing more of that. And he uses his uh his own book of Anitas and you see him start to get mentally corrupted. Mm-hmm. Like he's like he's like loses money, like he's losing his actual name, and just he like you see like a bunch of zombies around him, like kill like there's he was saying like kill, kill them, kill them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And while that was going on, Dominique on top of the first one was having that was still in that inner struggle of herself. Like she was mm-hmm. like she was also about to lose her actual name and then kill herself. <coughs> She eventually did snap out of it because she like, yeah, like no needs me. I can't, I can't leave him. Mm-hmm. And then when she actually snaps out of it, she saves them. Like she actually used, she actually got character development. She actually, we can see what she actually do in terms of fighting. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful and badass. Mm-hmm. While all that's going on, she goes to confront Mikhail. And they see like this, like a slash, like everything stops. And you see this shadowy figure behind Mikhail and it's Noah's teacher, Dami's grandfather, like the, the actual shapeless one. Mm-hmm. The one that killed Dami's brother, his his grandson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's finally there and like that like you see like the deformed self. He's also known as Comte de Saint Germain. Mm-hmm. He's the main villain. Dun, dun, dun. That's, that was the reveal of it. Charlotte Charlotte the whole Charlotte fate is his Thing. He's the one behind all this. Mm. The one that told me, Kyle, like, oh yeah, if you get this, like, I'll, I'll bring the vampire, the blue moon, back. Mm-hmm. Like, all this shit happens, and then yeah, he escapes with Mikhail after calming him down. Because <laughs> yeah, like even when Mikhail kept <laughs> saying Oni Chan, this demonic Oni Chan, but it was like creepy, like uncomfortable, like this demonic. Oni-chan. Like the echo of it, <laughs> not like that. Okay, I tried. Almost, almost like crying. Yes, I can't. Yeah, I can't do it. But it, yeah, sometimes like like you would have to see it. Mm. Uh, but eventually, the two vanish. No videos pass out. Then, then this is only in the middle of it. <laughs> oh my god! It is like just just the middle of it. You get the intro background playing. Like people were like they were all like recovering. I was like processing what the hell happened. Like in the other room, Jeanne is talking to Dominique. Uh, no, eventually finally wakes up. Mm-hmm. Benitez is nowhere to be found. But the housekeeper's like, he's up on the roof. Like. <laughs> and then he sees Benitez sitting on the roof, like sulking, like deep in thought. No tries to talk to him, but he's like, if you really need to be alone, he's like, no, you stay. And then next to him, you see Benitez's brother, Mikhail, coming back. And uh, so then knows like, what the hell is he doing here type of thing? And then Mikhail tells him, like, tells Vinita's, like, come with me. We can bring our dad back. Mm-hmm. And then Vinita says, no, take a hike, basically. Kick rocks, bitch. Yeah, pretty much. And Mikhail opens up about, like, you saw what happened when I got crazy, right? Because the fact that we're not actual blue, but blue moon vampires. Sorry, tongue twister. <laughs> blue, blue moon vampires? vampires? The fact that like th- they're not. Yeah, they're human. They just got injected with the blood. 
Mm-hmm. And they said the more they use the books, the more they get corrupted. Mm-hmm. Like they have to die, basically. Mm-hmm. And then video said, like, I'm still going to do what I'm doing. I'm going to care the curse bearers. And if this happens to me, I want no to kill me. Because mm-hmm. if you remember what I talked about in the very first episode, near the end of it, no talked about how he killed Vanitas. Mm-hmm. So now that's coming into effect. <laughs> mm. So it's like, if this something ever happens, like, I want him to kill him, like that type of trust with him. Mm-hmm. Then Mikhail does storms off piss, like, nope, can't believe you, fuck you, type of thing. You motherfucker. Pretty much. And then Vinius talked and then Vinius talked to No about why he killed the vampire. Mm-hmm. He said there was someone there that corrupted Luna to make him forget his real name. Mm. Like this big vampire. And he wants to know who and why type of thing. And he's and he's even still talked about how much he hates the vampires, mm-hmm. despite the fact he wants to cure them. Mm-hmm. So all that's going on and he actually apologized to no, which is how we acted towards him and everything. Mm-hmm. And again, they don't think they still like each other per se, but now they're more working together. And that was really nice to see. And that was where it ends. And I loved everything about it. They really nailed in the drama of it. Like these last four episodes, it's just it's engaging and mm-hmm. even the action behind it, the music behind it. And then again, this development from the, all these characters, uh, the thing with Chloe with the, that took like 70 episodes five, but when this, all this happened, it, it picked up a lot more than it mm-hmm. did. And like, it didn't need a whole arc. It just needed those simple four episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I, had, I can't wait for season two. I know it's going to be a while, because basically this ended where the manga ended right now because they're on hiatus. Oh, shit. Yeah, so they followed whatever was out. <laughs> and now we just got to wait till... We're going to wait a pocket. We're going to have to wait a couple of years. Well, it'll be uh, worth it. Two oh, worth it years. It, de- it definitely will. Uh, yeah, this is my unsung anime from last year and this year. Mm. I don't think it gets talked enough a lot. Mm-hmm. This was a five out of five. Mm. There's everything about it. I just can't wait. Can't even, bro. Yeah, can't even. All right. Can you odd though? Nah, we're all we're all odd. <laughs> if you can't even, can you odd? Mm. Well, that's a bit unfortunate, don't you say? Uh, yeah, no one wants that shit. Mm. All right, all right. Let's let's go with Shenmue. All right. Because I'll let you take over. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, what the fuck happened this week? I shouldn't know. Yeah, that's oh. why I said, like, ah, shit. Ah. Yeah, uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Got it. All right. All right. <coughs> you got it. All right. So, the episode of uh, Shen Moon basically starts off. Uh, she, uh, he asks, um, what's her, what's the girl from the temple? The, the little girl. Not little girl, uh, but like the younger girl. The- Talk about the housekeeper. Yeah, the housekeeper lady. Do you know her name? Fuck. What was her name? I don't remember. Anyway, he asked her. her He said he gives her the sheet, a sheet of paper, and asks like, "What is this?" And he's like, "Uh, "I don't know what it is exactly." So why don't you ask like so and so at the um at the tea shop? Fang Mei. Fang Mei. Mei. So uh, so he asked Fang Mei. Um, uh, goddamn. Uh, now I'm forgetting Shen Mu's name. 
Rio. Rio. I, I always call him Shenmue. It's easy, so much easier. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's Rio. I know. Fucking, so Rio asked Fang Mei, what, what is this? She's like, I don't know. Ask Joe Blow at the tea shop. So he goes to ask Joe Blow at the tea shop and was like, oh, this is, um, fuck. It's code with the tea cups. Yeah, I forget what the fuck it's called, though. But yeah, basically, like Matt said, it's code with the, it's code with the tea cups. You basically arrange them a certain uh, way. Chawan, Chawan sign code. Shuan, okay. So you arrange them a certain way, and then that's supposed to let whoever sees that know, like, hey, I'm an ally of so and so. I work for so and so with so and so, whatever the yeah, case yeah, would the, be. The, yeah, the karate. Yeah. Thing. So he's like, oh, if you wanna, so this is basically the code for, um, what's his dick for? Uh, actually, no, wait, I'm skipping something. He asked Joe Blow at the coffee shop. Joe Blow at the coffee shop is like, I think it's this, but if you want to confirm, go ask the. The, the sensei, the old lady. So he goes to the old lady. The old lady is the one who tells him what uh, what it is and what it relates to. So he she explains everything, like the code, what it is, um, like earth, dragon, water, fire, and you arrange yeah, them a certain uh, way. Heaven, dra- yeah. Heaven, dragon, earth, friend. Yes. And so basically you arrange them a certain way, and that tr- is basically the trigger, like, hey, I'm with uh, Shugen, uh, Shugen Tats. Um but uh so he does that in like this tea shop and he gets a note at the end and it's like oh meet us at the park at like nine o'clock like okay so derp, 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 derp. he goes over to the park and he gets bashed in the fucking back with a steel pipe and he's unconscious he wakes I, I, up that that pipe is the villain for real <laughs> pipe is op as fuck for real oh, <laughs> oh yeah uh but may dragged rio back to the temple after yeah insulted with the pipe Bro, is that, is that is that pipe son? Is it pipe coon? Uh, we have pipe chan. We're not we're not gonna assume his identity, but uh, they <laughs> because of this, um, he goes to Zhang Yu's uh, barbershop. Yes, and uh, Zhang Yu says because well, Rio talks about the wood of martial arts and he tests his reflex. No, so he, not even that. He went to like another tea shop. Incorrect. He went to another tea shop. No, it was a no. He went to another tea shop, dude. He went to another tea shop. He gave him the cups. He put the cups there, and he's like, "You know, you fucked up the cups, right?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "They're not quite right." Um, and he's like, are, "He's like, uh, are you a martial artist?" And he's like, "I used to be." He's like, "Do you know the the wood?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "Come with me first. First, he's like, come with me." Then, as he said, he goes to a barber shop and he pulls out a razor, sharpens it up real nice, and tries to stab Rio with it. Rio's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, oh, yeah, you're a martial artist. He's like, you're lacking some shit, though. So, um, so get out. He's like, what about the wood? He's like, you're not, you know, you're not fit to learn the wood. He's like, ah, oh, this fucking sucks. So, whatever. He goes about his day. He goes back to a freaking, uh, to the other, he goes back to another shop or whatever food place, gets more teacups, does the shit. Same thing, gets a note come over um meet me at eight o'clock and so this time though so he comes back to this diner he does it at a diner comes back at the diner um oh but the reason why he went to this diner is because he found out before the test with the knife the the guy told him like oh i saw somebody with similar code um at this diner and he's like oh shit so he goes to the diner does the code gets a phone call phone calls like hello nobody answers the phone he goes back there's a note at his seat saying meet me here at eight o'clock so he goes leaves comes back to the diner the guy meets um whatever this fucking businessman basically and was like hey um you know are you a a comrade of uh of uh shugan tats and he's like uh yeah all of a sudden these fucking ruffians come in and they're the same ruffians that uh that rio dealt with in episode um in the previous episode 
And so he kicks all their asses. He kicks all their asses. But basically, um, uh, who's the woman? Master Zhu Ying. Zhu Ying, yeah. So she basically comes over to try and find Rio because knows, she knows Rio's like getting himself into shit and she's concerned for him. And so she does some sort of poison dart shits and makes everybody unconscious. And all they left is this gay guy who's the boss of them. And the yeah. gay's like, you're going to regret this. Eh. He runs away like it's super queer. And it is fucking hilarious. Man, I died. I fucking died laughing on my couch when I saw that. Oh, yeah, I couldn't help but laugh. Like, <laughs> that was like, hey, you can't see what I'm doing, but he ran away like such a fucking sissy. It was so fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, we got a little bit of uh, the master's backstory too. We, we, we kind of missed, yeah, we, and we did skip with, that with her brother, like. Yeah, so basically she's like protective. Yeah, earlier yeah, exactly. Earlier in the episode when um when Rio wakes up in what's it called in the bed, um he she ends up waking up and he goes over to the to the to the dresser, I guess it is or like the desk, and there's a picture of um of the master and a guy. So he asks Fang Mei, like, what is the who's the guy in the picture? And we find out that it's his that it's her sister and that they were really, really close. And one day he just up and dipped. He's just like, I'm good. And he just dipped out of nowhere. And so um it kind of sticks with real and that comes into play later on um in terms of both how the the master saves him from the gang with the poison darts and at, toward the end of the episode and so um he goes back over to actually wait uh, fuck how does he go back over to the um the hideout yeah oh um never i remember now i remember now well, well first well first he gets hit with a pipe again yeah first he gets hit by a pipe again and now, and now, uh, Wong has him like, oh yeah, you got knocked out. Yeah, you can't, you can't just go in there begging for shit. So yeah. uh, basically, here, have this lighter and say, I'm look like I'm here to give Ren his money. No, so the reason why he found out is because he asked the businessman, like, I'm trying to find chicken tots, and he's like, go meet the dragons, angels, or some shit, right? Ren of heavens, huh? Ren of Heavens. Ren of Heavens. Find the Ren of Heavens. He goes over, gets his ass knocked out with the pipe because he's a dumbass. And then he wakes up and then fucking Wong has him. And he's like, oh, I need to try and find Chicken Toss. They have, they know where he is. And he's like, all right, go ahead and use the lighter. And he's like, pay pay Ren to say, like, I'm here to pay Ren his money because he's a sucker for money. So he does that, gets to meet Ren. Ren's like, I'm trying to feed, uh, trying to meet Chicken Tots. And he's like, okay, no problem. I'll take it to see Chicken Tots. So he goes over to like some fucking place down like wherever they're at and he fucking turns the lights out steals the money from the gay guy who's doing a transaction with some old man and he dips and he's like what the fuck dude really he yeah, said and, uh, it- he starts chasing us he sets him up basically, and then it fucking Rio accidentally knocks over a pipe that lets everybody know again with this fucking pipe. He lets he lets yep. them know like, "Hey, I'm here." And so they ends up having the fight, beats all their asses, and he chases after Ren. Um, after you know a long ass like run, and uh, he end up kicking fucking some structure off. They both land on top of a truck, and Ren is like, "You alive?" And the guy's like, "Barely." And he's like, why do you want to meet Shogun? The Ren asks Rio, why do you want to meet Shogun Tots anyway? And he's like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, find out why the, you know, why my father was killed. And Ren's like, oh, look at you trying to avenge your daddy. It's so cute. But then he's like, you can't go and like fucking like, dude, you can't fucking go and 
like put yourself out there like that like you're gonna you really are gonna get yourself killed like i understand like you got balls but you know what i mean you gotta be like selective with your balls basically is what he said and he said other words but that's basically what he said in essence so basically but, like, he's fearless like yeah. just dive it in yeah but you gotta be selective when you do that yeah. and, and he's like you know what that it triggered something so he goes back over to the fucking to the the, the guy at the barbershop yeah. and sits down in the chair he take does the fucking he does the the thing but this time he doesn't flinch at all and the guy's like oh you finally understood what it is and he ba- he said like this is the fourth wood uh, called don i believe it's yeah. don and he basically yeah be fearless um what what is it like be fear basically like be fearless um and know like when to be like, yeah, like, like be willing to jump in no matter what like mm-hmm. like the fact that you could die like you gotta have nerves of steel basically basically yeah and so he takes that he knows now knows all four pieces of the wood he goes over and talks to the to the sensei and was like hey i found out about your brother and she's like all shook or whatever and he goes tells her what the fourth wood is and he, she's like you know i couldn't figure out why like you didn't want to help me but now i know it's because you know you want to you know get, figure out what something up with your brother whatever the case is and she's like, why do you like, tell me again why you're doing this? And she says, I'm trying to, you know, avenge my father's murder and uh, or not avenge, but basically find out about my father's murder. And she's like, OK, so what happens if it was an accident? What happens if your father shouldn't have died? What would you do then? And he's like, it's like hell, well, what if Landy dies before you get there? So, yeah, he's like, I don't I don't have the answer to that. And basically she's trying to say that the, the seeds of revenge. Yeah, the seeds of revenge will be will no matter what will plant in you. And that's not the way that a martial artist should conduct themselves no matter the circumstance. And basically, uh Rio's like, you know what? I appreciate you, but we're not getting anywhere. I'm sorry for everything. I'm dipping. I'm out. And he leaves and she's like suit yourself but she has this like look of like sadness and like don't leave like you know because i whatever she sees whatever yeah it's kind of like her brother like she failed to help him basically. yeah and she's failing this you... again yeah because she sees potential in him but you know he's guided by whatever circumstance is and we basically had like a flashback of like their argument before he dipped um i guess something similar to that effect good stuff yeah uh we got a couple episodes left uh four well, that was episode nine, so... And it's 13. Oh, it's 13? Okay, I thought there was 12. No, sir, there's 13. All right, very good. All right, uh, let's get to Tokyo 24th Ward. Uh, we'll talk about the penultimate briefly because it was basically... It was basically Ran, Shuta, and Kyoki fighted. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, all, so all, bas- all basically what to do... So with fucking Asu- annoying. Dude. All what to do with Asumi. Shuta wants to save her. Uh, what did Ran want to do? Uh, what did Ran want to do? Because I know they all had different plans. Oh, Ran wanted to. So Ran, uh, he he like he knew there was something wrong, but I don't think he got the entire picture. Um, but basically, Shu wanted to save her, thinking like, "Oh, she's alive. We got to save her." Koki knows she's dead, so she's like, so I, he, "He's like, he, I so he put her turn off that system." Yeah, he wants to put her in an eternal slumber, which is so what, which is also what she wanted, as we find out later. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think Ram wanted something with the group. I think just to expose the company or whatever. And yeah, and this all led to all the all three of them basically fired. Like they never really talked about what happened to with Asumi. Mm-hmm. And it's basically all led up all that pent up emotion, frustration. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're all bad. Like, like wow, one punches the other, but the other one punches the other. One gives a German suplex. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, like all that was going on for this one episode. And so, like, you feel better now? <laughs> Are you calm? You kicked our asses? Like, we're all kicking our asses here? Right, right. And I got, and like, the conclusion like, we're going to go see her, basically. Mm-hmm. And then what's going on, Asumi's like, tell him, like, no, don't do that. And they all get a phone call. Mm-hmm. And they pick it up saying, okay, you got two choices. You keep this, you keep this program running. Everyone's safe, but all their privacy is exposed. <laughs> or you shut it down, uh, and then people are not safe. They're still the people of Shantytown. They're still going to fight, almost kill each other. So is freedom worth over privacy, basically? Mm-hmm. So it's just basically make your choice. And then they'll be like, oh, I might as well, we're going to go see her. You know, if you, well, no, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll make my point after you're done. That's fine. No, you, no go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna, it's kind of has to do with a recap, so it's fine. Oh, it has to do with the recap. Okay, okay. In essence, I was going to say something about that point, but then I was like, hey, I could mention in the recap. But yeah, um, the people of Shantytown are protesting against Sarge, and then basically the father, Gory, is like stubborn to realize that the system is flawed as hell. He's like, oh, it's fine. It's, no, it's, it's good. No big deal. Yeah, right? They're <laughs> like, we're going to attack you. He's like, that's fine. Yeah. Or, you know, he said, we're going to get casualties, and he said, that's fine. We need casualties. And the guy's like, what the fuck are you? He's like, he's like Lord Farquaad. Some of you may die, but it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Fucking Lord Farquaad. That, that's exactly what he's Christ. doing. Jesus Christ. By, by Lord privacy, Farquaad. Yeah, I, I love him. <laughs> he's ideal to live by. <laughs> Holy hell, Batman. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, Asami overall just doesn't want them to see her in that type of state. Like, you know, like missing an arm, leg. Mm-hmm. And a vegetable plugged in into this machine. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like our only way to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. So she keeps putting in roadblocks, like systems, like the traffic lights. Yeah, because she uh, doesn't want to see them. Like, she's yeah, like, dude, I, she's I, like, I, I get out of her way. Yeah, like, I just want you to fucking put me out of my misery. I don't want to see you. Just put yeah. me out of my misery, you fools. Like, she's genuinely upset out of this. Yeah, and they eventually, yeah, they all they're driving through. They get to a bridge. Uh, two members are starved. Like, hey, stop! Don't do this. So Shu was like, "I'm gonna use my skills." Fuck you, mean? I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, he did. He started, He kicked one of them. Like, ah, oh, shit. There, have you ever, have you ever seen the juggernaut video? No, I see the juggernaut video. Who do you think I am? I'm the juggernaut, bitch. That was yeah, that was, yeah, that was yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah, and then the movie. Quoted that after years later, like, ha. Yeah. <laughs> just a shame the movie sucks. <laughs> uh, uh, but we're all right, moving on. Uh, they get to they get to the they get to the building, but Asami locked the door, like it's barricaded shut. Yep. And she was like, I'm gonna use my skills. And then she like, and then Rand Rand's like, I'm gonna use my skills. <laughs> yep. His hacking skills. And then eventually, after freaking, uh, after Shu broke his fucking shin, like little super boost booster guard things, and and um, Rand did some hacking, what's it called? Um, uh, Asumi is like, fuck it, fuck it, you guys are here, fuck it. Like, and come it, just come it, just come it. Just Walk come. your feet, why don't you? <laughs> just come. Just take your shoes off before you enter the metaverse, please. I, I bet you want me to make you some uh, sausages and a uh, gravy now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and so Rand uses the skills from the fucking drug 
in order to basically hack into Asumi's like metaverse, like, you know, metaphysical universe, however you want to describe it. Yes. Keep going. And then they eventually, they walk in, they see her, and they're like, ah, shit. <laughs> mm. She looks terrible. What did they do to you? Yeah, the shooter is the only one that's like... Why did they chop off her legs? Serious question. No, I think I think uh, it got crushed during that uh, fire. So they're just like, yeah, fuck the leg. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, oh, we forgot a part. Uh, basically, we find out it was Shooter's fault the fire happened. That was in the rest. penultimate episode. Yeah, well, but so we talked about it for a little bit. Like, I forgot about it. Yeah, we find but, out basically. Yeah, the, uh, yeah it's his fault because he let the rats go. He saw the rats and he's like, oh, fuck it, whatever. And he's like, oh, shit, they were. <laughs> all right, boom, back on. Uh, they all say, like, why are you guys here? Like, oh, we just wanted to see you. Uh, for Ran and Kyoki, it was basically a goodbye, more or less. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, like you're giving us all these choices, and like, yeah, like pe- these people need to learn to make their own choices without like this ultimatum, that type of ordeal. And they, mm-hmm. yeah, and and then eventually the other, the kind of the friends were like talking about how much they loved Asumi. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. Like everyone's saying that they loved her. You that was that to- was annoying. That, that that part was kind of annoying for sure. Yeah. I was like, you don't have to do any of this. We can make like, our own choices. You know? saying it was cute. Koki saying it, it, it makes sense because that's her fucking older brother. And Ran saying it makes sense too because they're childhood friends. The three of them yeah. were childhood you know, friends. And now that's everyone cool. else is saying it. Even fucking what's her face? The um um the girl from uh who liked Shu, the redheaded girl. Uh Mari. Mari, even Mari saying it makes sense. Again, childhood friends. The father saying, even though he's a crooked asshole that fucked his daughter up, not realizing what the fuck happened. But he still loved her. Just he was just yeah blinded by everything he wanted to do. Just blamed. But it it makes sense. But then when fucking the Mister Trash Man around the corners, what? What? I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. She's like, I love you all. Oh God! I was like, shut the fuck. Oh, God, give me a break. Shut uh, the fuck up, bro. Like, let Shu have his fucking moments. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's the only one that still didn't want to. Like, I'm sick. I can still save her. God, bro. It's like, bro, no, you can't. Oh, yeah. And then things just start going back to normal. Uh, Mm -hmm. The the system's shut down. You missed the part. They fast forwarded. I don't know if you noticed it. They fast forwarded. Yeah, it was the the, time where the episode ends. So the day the episode ends, which was April 6, 2022, is when they fast forward in time to. That was fucking cool. That was cool. I gave them props. That was fucking cool. Uh, But what did you think of this show? So what I was going to mention earlier is that, you know, one of the things that, you know, made me feel better about the way everything ended is because I'm, I work in IT. For those who don't know, I work in IT. I work in IT security. So the principle of the way society goes nowadays in terms of privacy issues and things along those lines, it, it really, really intrigued me. The principle of, hey, you know, you can have a utopian world, but you'll have no privacy or you guys can keep all your privacy and all the fucked up shit happens, crime, murder, rape, whatever the fuck you want to say, like those things will happen. And it's one of the in terms of, of tech today, the the struggle for how much privacy is is are you you do you like, you know, is I, how much privacy is a human right versus how much privacy should you yield for the sake of society? Those are 
our conversations that are had in the tech world and the tech universe fairly frequently, especially the way that they describe it in the show, like, you know, with, in terms of iPhones and social media and the power of social media, the simplicity of the human mind to be swayed in one direction or another direction based off of waves of momentum uh, with trending items and topics and things that touch certain people that will affect you at a certain time, like all these things really really made sense and it really hit home to me as someone who is in it very often and just the principles of the way tech is in that anime in terms of you know being able to have a drug um that fucking fucks your mind up without you ever ingesting anything is incredible and something that is totally realistic and at the same time having the reverse effect which is the intended effect of being able to cure and you hear that a lot with when you see that in the show where the the drug originally is supposed to help you know with with healing with music and we you hear that you know very often where people are like oh you know they listen to music it's an escape it's a release it makes them feel better less stress whatever the case is and taking it to that next level to making it a, 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 a metaphysical device to, to help alien people. It's wonderful. And, and just the way that the tech is, is really, really well done. And so the principality of all the technological aspects of this definitely, definitely sold me. Um, the animation was awesome um through most of it there are some parts that were like dude really like especially in the last episode it was eh. but then there were other parts that were like holy fuck it was great the action was hit or miss it started out fantastic went bleh in the middle and then at the end it picked up and that was fun um and the characters weren't that bad each character had its own purpose i like the way that they all three of the main characters in rgb had a say i like um mari how she had to say, I liked Asumi. I liked the, the, the especially you, you were like, eh, on the episode, I believe, um, where they talked about um, all the other side characters, how they all are intertwined into what has occurred. I really liked that way that they wrote that out. And so the only thing I would say that sucked besides the, 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 the re couple recap episodes I think we got or delays um, was just, I would say maybe like the, the, the story in the grand scheme of things kind of got lost in the center and that's a critical juncture i think in anime if you're if your show and your story isn't conclusive or or definitive or leading to something where it intrigues the audience in the middle portion of the show you run that risk of it going downhill and so i, I felt that that happened um we mentioned that a lot how the show is kind of cooled off for us from like oh it's the fucking um it's the uh, parkour anime. Yeah, so, it was, and then it was like, it's not. <laughs> yeah, but I don't mind the way that it turned out, like I said, in terms of those technological aspects. And so um, while I was impressed by that and the way I'm gushing about it makes it seem like it's the most incredible thing ever, I'd be lying to say that it was. Um, but it certainly was super solid. It ended pretty well at the end, it, it pretty conclusively as well. So no need to rehash anything. So that was fair. Um, I gave it a three out of five stars. I would give it like maybe a three and a half maybe 3.75 if i could um but i gave it a three it's more of a three than it is a four for me uh but it's still a really solid show if you want an action adventure there's plenty others that are better if you want a show if you're into tech and into those like 
ideologies that I had just like mentioned, this might be a show that would intrigue you and it will get your mind going in terms of how you see the way tech is progressing in society now and definitely in the future. Um, even though the time frame was based off of 2022, I highly doubt this is stuff that we'll see in the next maybe 10 to 15 years. Maybe we'll start seeing it around 15, 20 years, but um, yeah, I definitely was intrigued by that standpoint. So um yeah those are my two cents yeah um it was okay there was some neat stuff about it but i feel like it just did not hit its full potential i agreed agreed so that's that's why i gave it a three <laughs> agreed I, I, it, 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 again it, again it could have been more but it just didn't hit that landmark and it did and the, re- the the revelations were really good especially toward the end of the, of the season the revelations i think were were really were really solid i can't say really well done but they were definitely solid definitely surprising and i was happy with them i wasn't like oh my god like you know we always expect or want to be but i wasn't like this is fucking garbage fuck this shit like you know it was never like it it was you know for as our friend angel likes to say is it forgettable probably in most instances i would say it is but as someone who's in tech it'll be a little bit harder for me to forget based off of just those ideologies that you learn in the second half and truthfully i wish they could have incorporated that story somehow in the beginning rather than dragging it out until we get that revelation I think that's something right. that could build upon and it would have made it a really, really solid show instead of giving it that false advertisement of the parkour anime um, when you don't get nearly as much of that. You get you know, some scenes, but it's not like, you know, it's not what you at all what you see in episode one versus episode 12. And it's not a bad thing, but it's not the best either. So. All right. We're for the last one. What did you give it? I forget. Did you say? I gave it free. Okay. Okay. All right. Realist Hero. Yes. All right, the penultimate is basically sex ed. We're going to be talking about sex education, folks. Yes. That's right. Sex ed. We're going to be talking about the penis. We'll be talking about the vagina. And the vagina. Do you find the music that we'll be talking about the testicles? And the testicles and the yacht. And the, the venereal disease. Sexual intercourse. And now we're going to be talking about masturbation. All that happened. Basically, Juno's grandmother was teaching, hey, this is all the shit Soma likes, and this is what he has to say about all of you. To wear you in front of the kingdom on the gemstone with a mask on. Yep. Basically. That would be hot. Imagine just, uh, oh, Imagine you took over the national broadcast to rail your significant other with, like, fucking dom masks on and shit. Like, how exhilarating would that be? Oh, oh, pretty, pretty exhilarating. Pretty exhilarating. You just fucking, like, just jizz all over their faces fucking uh eat my cum and in front of the fucking uh, all right all right we're not getting that guy <laughs> god damn all right um <laughs> like all right calm down you calm down <laughs> all right and then that episode ends with the alicia's parents want to talk to soma yes and then we get to that they're like oh yeah it's been six months like oh what bob how you been like oh we've been hiding and that they that they fucking had 24 episodes and it was the equivalent of six months it felt longer for yeah, sure Yeah, it did i thought it was like a year or two it felt like a year for real yeah uh but uh okay here's your progress report you're doing good but however we've been here before mm-hmm. king albert is like oh yeah this is not the first time mm-hmm. we summoned you the first time but i had a small penis complex that felt inferior to you 
Mm. So I banished you. <laughs> it's really what happened. And like, oh, I'm the king. We're making all these choices. And his kingdom went to shit. And all that was going on. Like, oh, um, Soma went to Carmine's territory. Car- yeah, Carmine was still alive in this. He took him in. Yeah. Who knew? And uh, yeah, I think Leisha was with him too. And yeah, like the king was bad. Like they're about to die. And they find out from Queen Alicia. I was like, oh yeah, uh, I could do dark magic. Surprise, surprise. And so they could transfer past memories. It's a gay or a time paradox. Mm-hmm. Through like their former selves in a different timeline. I say, hey, don't make the same mistake. Mm-hmm. So while she's doing that, when that happens, that timeline's dead. They're dead. Yeah. But yeah, Albert was used this time to like basically sulk in like what happened. Like, oh yeah, like I I lost my daughter, I lost my kingdom. And Soma's like, you know, not for nothing. You said that I was with Leisha at that time, well, right? Well, I'll, yeah. I'll get, I'm gonna get that to the end. That was like the mm. end of the conversation. Uh yeah, and he talked about Carmine during this mm-hmm. before he killed himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he talked to everyone like the like the major people. Like he kept he kept it in secret, not telling it. Like, oh yeah, we we only told us to let few. Mm-hmm. Just, just to make sure this doesn't happen again. Otherwise, it's going to keep happening over and over and over again. Right, right. And it led to the point like, I believe you, you can do the kingdom well. Like, you're the actual king now. Yep. You're my son. And then someone talked about, you said I was with Leisha during this. Like, so it was possible that I be, could have escaped. <laughs> because I would have never, like, let her have harm against her or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like, be alone type of thing. And it made them like, oh my god, they were alive. It's what you think they say, bitch. They could have been dead together. Could have been, you know. We don't know. Yeah, maybe Vargas uh, stopped the wind. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he finally gets this. All is right in the world. The mother and father can go fuck off somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's actually New Year's Eve. Soma's outside. Leisha talks to her. They they get it. They go. They bundle up in the covers, mm-hmm. waiting for the fireworks. And then Soma told Leisha that he loved her. Mm-hmm. Please marry me. And then she was like, "That's all I like about took about fucking time." And they share a kiss. They kissed. It was nice. It was adorable. I thought it was gonna be like. You know, I, I made a joke to myself. I was like, watch this be like, I, 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 watch I, 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 thought, I thought they're gonna get cocklocked. You know, I thought it was gonna be cocklocked. Then the other part of me was thinking to myself, like, oh, I wonder if they're gonna like show some, some, some etchy, right? Nothing like crazy, but I was like, oh, maybe it's just some etchy. I was like, this is gonna go one of two ways. Either they're gonna show them like laying in bed and like they're about to get it on and then it pans away, you know, as they do it. And the other part of me is like, oh, watch this become like fucking uh, Worlds in Harm and they black out everything. <laughs> Oh, God, no, I would give it a 0 out of 10 after that. <laughs> Multiply it times 2, it's still a 0. Uh, and then, basically, uh, after that, we get we, we hear the credits on the background. Someone's talking, everyone's like, basically, can you help me make this kingdom great again? Like, we, like it's not just me, we're doing it together. And then, Fiend. Fiend. I really hope that there's a season two because when they said scene, that like it seemed like it's a conclusive end. And I'm like, I like, know, like there's still more to do. I think it's just the end of season one. Like, has to be, on? has to be. Because, bro, uh, if you see Finn and you don't bring it back, like, bro, what about the fucking demon fucking army that's taken over yeah. half the continent? They were not mentioned once. Just the name. They w- nobody saw them. 
No one saw. There no was no. Said, there was yeah. nothing. Even when they like, even when they hinted like, oh, something like bad is gonna happen, right? Like, oh, maybe there's other forces behind beyond our work. No, we basically find out in the final episode that the forces behind the work were truly just Carmine understanding the future that Albert and the and the the Queen had told them, and that's how he willed things as they were. There was nothing mentioned about what you would think would have been like, oh, maybe there's some corrupt somebody somewhere in the demon kingdom. You know, maybe some of the 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 uh, what's it called? The minions, maybe some of the citizens are, are evil and they're reporting back on stuff that Soma's doing something, something. No, we got nothing. And so that's irksome. But outside of that, it was still a really good season. I gave this season a better rating than I did the previous season. This part one, I gave it a three out of five. Part two, I definitely gave it a four out of five because I was thoroughly entertained. Um, there was plenty of, of points that made me go, wow, that was really well told, really well explained, um, good revelations, things along those lines. Even this final episode is really solid. But when you end it at Fiend without any sort of idea of what's next, like that is kind of troublesome and i really hope they do bring it for a second season because if we never get a second season again i would go back and i would drop this fucking anime from a from a four to a three on the principle of the fact that there's not a fucking conclusive fucking end to what was presented at all like you can't bring up a demon army or a demon kingdom and not show demons that's stupid that's stupid you know, that's like Spider-Man having it's like Spider-Man getting fucking a, 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 a hob bomb like thrown at him and you never see Hobgoblin. Come on. Uh, but I, I gave it a three and a half. Mm. It just I, it's still I don't know. It's like it, it was definitely better than part one. I would give it a 3.75, but because of that, I feel it's closer to a four than it is a three for me. And that's why I gave it a four. It just did hit that landmark of being great except for like a couple of episodes. Sure. Like like the Carmine suicide, this reveal. Yeah, yeah. Or the introduction of his next wife, the merchant. Uh, yeah, like they're, they're, yeah, it just I I, I want I wanted the the fucking David Arcus. I we really did. You know what? Is there a Dojin for Realist Hero? I just thought about. Oh, that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Let's look it up on Google. Read. You'd be like, add to watch. Hero. No, add to read. Hero Dojin. Mm-hmm. But all right, we are done with winter reviews. Finally, what are your final thoughts on the winter season? Um, I think this one had more letdowns for a couple of shows. Hmm. But the ones that were really good were really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like those hit the mark. Mm-hmm. And some were surprised. Some we didn't expect to be that good turned out to Agreed. be excellent. Agreed on that front. Yes, sir. Yeah. But yeah, it's hard to really have complaints except for, again, a couple of letdowns. But those happen. Mm-hmm. Like not every anime we're going to see is a home run. This one just usually just had a little more than the normal. Oh, what can you do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? How do you know when to break up with your wealth advisor? Ask yourself, am I getting the attention I deserve? At Edelman Financial Engines, we don't believe you should settle when it comes to your wealth. That's why we model more than 38,000 securities, so we can better stress test your portfolio through thousands of scenarios. Stop settling. Call 888-912-0373. Or visit efewealthplanners.com to see what you might be missing with a complimentary financial plan.
Men, are you looking for a long-lasting, pain-free solution for erectile dysfunction or ED? Peak Performance is that solution. Our treatment has no side effects, so we don't need a speed-reading lawyer to read any legal disclaimers. Okay, then what do you want me to do then? You can just listen. Because Peak Performance uses a scientifically advanced technique called Focused Linear Compression Therapy. It's non-invasive, pain-free, and drug-free. Wow, amazing. Where do I sign up? It's easy. Call 1-800-210-8181 now to book a free blood flow evaluation and learn more. That's 1-800-210-8181. Is there anything else you want me to read? You know, since I'm here. You could read the website. Peakperformanceformen.com. Once again, that's peakperformanceformen.com. You're incredible. Thank you very much. Peak Performance. Man at his peak.